Why, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Orange Juice Optional. I'm here, as always, with my good friend, Suzanne. Hey, Suzanne, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Michelle? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing well. I couldn't hear you there for a minute. I'm like, I'm talking to air, but that's okay. I can fill a whole half an hour. Not really, because I've tried it. I just said that I was doing good, but the truth of the matter is I'm only doing okay today because last night I went to a wine tasting and I enjoyed every sip of it. Even the wines I don't normally drink, like rosés and white wines. Really? I hope it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I, I hate putting that out there. Maybe I shouldn't, but yeah, I had a really good time, but I'm paying for it today. Uh, well, I'm I'm sorry about that, but if it's worth it and it's fun, there's no, there's no shame in paying for it today. You might as well own it. Why do I just love you so much? I love your outlook on life. You always bring the rosé out of the thorns and make me feel better about myself. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. That's what I'm here for. Yes, that's what we're both here for. And hopefully some days I do that for you also. Always. Yeah, so you bring me a little cheer, I bring you a little cheer, and that's the perfect segue into our very first segment in today's episode. And we're back, and I'm so excited to be back I'm wanting to jump into this next segment, but Suzanne, before I do, I just need to say to you that I looked up the picture of the sandwich, <laughs> the sandwich. because hey, it's been really bothering me <laughs> because I'm not psychotic and I'm like something, I listened to the episode before and I'm like, oh no, something's wrong because the way I'm listening to it now was different than I had heard it when you said it. So uh-huh. I found a picture of the sandwich and okay. I would say, and we'll have to put this on our Instagram, I would be bite number three. So a corner, not the side. Good to hear because yes. the corner was not psychotic. The side, however, was the psychotic. And that's the one Rob picked and he's not psychotic and you know why well, he picked it? I can tell you why. Psych- he's a little psycholo- psychotic in a loving sort of way. <laughs> he beats to his own drummer. But yes, he does. The reason he picked that, and I never would have thought of it, he assumed someone else had been eating that sandwich and he went in to take a bite and he didn't want to touch where someone else's mouth had been. Okay. Well, in my mind, that is brilliant. That's why he's appearing to be psychotic because it's actually brilliant. I know. That, it, that never occurred to me. I just assumed it was a sandwich I was eating. And I respect that attitude. And you clearly, by biting the corner, have the same brilliance. Where I didn't even go that way. I was just it's like, yeah, I'll just bite right number two. You just went for the easy bite. Went with the flow. I <laughs> yep, I did. Well, I just wanted to share that before we moved on to the segment, and we kind of teased it at the end of the last episode that we were going to have a segment that's called Taking on the Characteristics of, see again, clever, or trying to be clever, but Uh the whole idea behind this segment is somehow 
or some way that you've influenced me or my reaction to something. Okay. So here's what happens. Rob and I had gone to the FedEx here in town and we were leaving and I had just pulled onto the road. I'm driving. And as I'm going down the road, a couple decides to cross the road right in front of me. There was no crosswalk, so they were jaywalking, but that's not what upset me because haven't we all jaywalked? Absolutely. But what what upset me is as I'm approaching them, I'm slowing down because I see them and I'm being courteous. And the guy lifts his hand up and I think he's going to wave at me. And instead of waving at me, he puts it out like, stop, we're walking here. Oh, that's happened to me before. Oh my gosh. That set me off so bad and really ruined the next three or four hours because Mm -hmm. I thought he was going to like lift his hand up and give like a little wave, like, thank you. And acknowledge that I'm stopping. Right. But instead he puts up his hand, like I'm going to run over him. And I'm like, what are you thinking? Do you think that you are worth it to me to go to jail? And like, why wouldn't I stop if I saw you? Even... Like, it just made me so mad. And I'm getting mad thinking about it because I obviously right. not released it, but I kind of looked at it from your road rage point of view. So that has kind of rubbed off on me a little. So you don't think you would have had the same reaction before knowing me? <laughs> you think well, you would have, you think it wouldn't have bothered you that he kind of blindsided you with that motion to stop when he really should have been waving at you like a thank you? Well, maybe, but you're killing the vibe of taking on the characteristics of, but what I will say about that, I might've got mad, but I wouldn't have realized that I was getting so angry. I probably would have been like just mad. But now when I get mad after a road rage incident, I think of Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) And so I'm blaming you. I'm saying you are rubbing off on me and it's elevated that. Right. And I'm saying that that that's maybe not a good thing that I'm rubbing off on you because, yeah, because in all honesty, I would have reacted the same way. And I would have, but I wouldn't be apologetic about it in any way, shape or form. Not that you are being apologetic, but I would, I would still be boiling about it. And this happened like a month ago. So I've been carrying this with me for a month (laughs) just to share with you because I haven't got to (laughs) talk to you, but yeah, I'm no, glad. It, I'm glad you can let it go now. Now that we've had this conversation, you can let it go, and you can get over the anger about it. And I, I definitely, I will do that. And <laughs> sure, you will. I'll ask you about it again in a week or two. We'll see. I know you'll bring it up when we're in Vegas, and like I'll get red faced yeah. and everything. Oh my gosh, I need to learn to let these things go. But see, you're rubbing off on me a little bit. I'm I'm just going to say that because it's kind well, of a compliment to you and it's making me tougher, that. like growing a mm-hmm. thicker skin here because I didn't honk at him, even though I should have when he put his hand up, I did not honk at them. Mm-hmm. I was patiently waiting and he puts a stop in front of me. So I'm just going to give you a, a, a quick story, very similar, happened to me about 10 years ago, maybe not that long. Uh, and I was in Anchorage, Alaska, driving down the road, and two guys 
crossed, not at a crosswalk, in the middle of the road. It was a it was a main thoroughfare. It's not like I was on a side street. Crossed right in front of my car. And the one guy, when he didn't think I was going to stop for him, hit the hood of my car and yelled at me, hey, I'm a pedestrian. You have to stop. And... <laughs> I was going to jump out of my car in the middle of the road and yell at him, except that I had one of my kids in the car. I have a visual. Yeah. I mean, I talk about seeing red. And to this day, I see red when I think of that guy, because it's like the audacity of this guy to walk across the road without a crosswalk or anything and assume because he's walking across the road, I have to stop in the middle of the road, no matter if there are cars around me or not, so that he can cross. And then he hits the hood of my car and yells at me. And to this day, it makes my blood boil. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to be around you like for the next two days oh. after that happened because you would have been boiling. I mean, I can even feel it right now. And we're not even in the same room. Well, and you know why I still am upset about it is because I didn't get out of my car and have a showdown with him because he deserved me in his face and I didn't give it to him. And so to this day, I regret that because I feel like it was worth a knockdown drag out with this stupid idiot who thinks he owned the road to coin a phrase of my dad's. If that same thing happened today, would you get out of the car all these years later? Yes, absolutely. Do you not worry about guns or knives or fists or? No, I don't. Okay, fair <laughs> I enough. Really don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, maybe that's foolish of me, but let's face it. You're in a situation like that. That is, there is no excuse to do that. And and if I were jaywalking, if I reversed the situation and I decided to jaywalk and right in front of a car, I would put up my hands and I would say, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. You know, I would be very apologetic, just like the people that that guy sh should have been waving at you, not telling you to stop. It's like there's a, this thing called courtesy and if you're going to immediately become belligerent about it, yeah, you're going to get me in your face. I'm going to be I'm going to be out of my car yelling at you. As you should. I mean, really <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it other than celebrate who you are and just don't get hurt in the process because there are a lot of people out there who do pack or have web. See, I'm too chicken little for something like that. I'm so afraid of getting yeah. hurt. Yeah. Well, not me. Nope, you're ready to combat. Right. And and I guess if I had gotten hurt in a situation like that, would I regret my decision to call him out on what he did? I don't think I would regret my decision to call him out on it. I would still press charges for him shooting me or stabbing me. Right. And attacking your property, too, like hitting your car. I mean, come on right. now. Right. So yeah, anyway, no. that's my story. I would have, yeah, I would have been furious there too. But I do have to ask because I have just shared a way that 
you're rubbing off on me. Is there a way that I'm rubbing off on you? Am I making you kinder and gentler? I think you do. Although I was going to say, I think it's much harder to go the opposite direction. You know, I think it's easier to pick up someone's aggressive traits, like maybe mine, where I fly off the handle and I get angry. And I think it's harder for someone who has those aggressive traits to back off and find that kinder, gentler person. (laughs) But that being said, I will give you credit for, I do find more patience and reluctantly going to say sympathy for other people. And I can, like, for example, now if I get by behind truck when I'm driving, since we're on the road rage um, topic of conversation, I will say it's just bad luck. It's not the truck's fault that he's slow. It's just bad luck for me. So I will not get mad at the driver in front of me because he's slow. I will say it's bad luck. So yes, you have rubbed off on me. Oh, I'll take that. I like that. So you're a little more compassionate. Well, no, let's not get carried away. I will okay. take <laughs> I will take the I will take the high road and say it's just a bad luck day for me. It's not the driver's fault in front of me that he's going that I got behind him. Now, if he cut out in front of me like if he was turning right and I was coming anyway, he could have waited until I passed before he turned out in front of me. But that being said, if I behind him on the freeway, bad luck. Okay. And that's fair enough. I will take that. And I'm happy to be having a positive influence on you. Good. I'm glad. Okay. Well, here we go. On to the next thing. And we're back. So Suzanne, I really want to talk to you about this stupid thing I did the other day. I don't even know what I was thinking. And I would like to title this segment, what did I drink last night that made this a good choice? (laughs) (laughs) And if you listen to the introduction, you know it was wine. But I did something really stupid the other day. And I'm going to blame being out of practice for travel. Okay. 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 So I'm flying to Seattle and the weather is colder there than Arizona, Uh and there's a chance of snow. So I decide that I want to bring these really cute boots that I bought in Hawaii. Okay. They are designer boots. They're kind of like Uggs, but a different brand. But I love them, and I didn't want to pack them in my suitcase because I wanted to wear them. Now... The only other time I've worn them before was on a flight from Hawaii to Las Vegas. And by the time I got to Las Vegas, my feet hurt so bad that I was Uh so thankful I had flip-flops in my bag to to change. So I knew this. I knew that these had hurt my feet before. However, I made the decision to wear them from Lake Havasu City to Seattle. And I took the precautions that I thought I needed to. I had this stuff I could put on my heel 
uh-huh. that's um, supposed to avoid friction. And I had Band-Aids on. So I thought, I thought, Michelle, spot on. You're being proactive. You know, these aren't going to hurt your feet. But they did. And I was miserable all day. Basically, from the time I left Lake Havasu on that drive in Vegas, I was miserable. I usually, mm-hmm. if I get to the airport early, walk the airport. I couldn't do right. that because of these shoes. I get to Seattle. I am just dying walking to baggage claim. I get into the car. They take me to my hotel. And I am standing in front of the lady checking in. And I said, I am so sorry. I have never done this. I promise you I have socks on, but I've got to take these boots off. Like I could not walk another step. Like what was wrong with me Mm -hmm. to make that fashion choice that made me miserable? Okay. Are you asking me that to answer that question or is that a rhetorical question? Kind of however you want to respond. You can answer it or you can say you were an idiot. Like either way, (laughs) I know I was an idiot because I paid the price. So you remembered before you put them on that you had had a miserable experience with them before. Yes, but I thought I had had a miserable experience because I got my dates wrong. I thought it was on the trip home from Europe mm-hmm. when we got delayed. And so I had to wear them for like three days. I, mm-hmm. But it wasn't that trip. I just got them mixed up. I thought I'd be okay on this quicker trip, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't. And it wasn't a quicker trip. Yeah, because the fact that you brought the... But you remembered having an issue. You just couldn't remember. And and you're excusing it because you thought it was a three-day trip and it just contributed to the misery of the three-day, unexpected three-day travel home. I'm just analyzing why you would... <laughs> decide that it would work this time but I can see that I can see shorter amount of time have you do you, have you worn these when you're not on a long trip like do you wear them around the house do you wear them you know for like an hour or two this is going to be the stupidest answer you've oh, ever no, heard I know. <laughs> I'm gonna say no because they hurt my feet I don't wear them around <laughs> well, the house okay okay well then and then I'm sorry I have to Kindly with love, say you're an idiot. I know I was. <laughs> and, you need, and you need to throw those shoes away. No. Why? Nope. Okay, see, why? They're Louis <laughs> they Vuitton. Hurt. Well, they hurt your feet. I, I don't know. care. If they hurt your feet, you're going, no, you have got to get rid of those shoes. Okay, well, I'm I'll sorry. find someone with a smaller foot that can wear them because obviously, they right. bug my feet. And that was a very stupid decision on my on my part to try and look fashionable in my outfit. Mm-hmm. See, now I think if you tell us what size they are, anyone who's listening, I think that should be a contest. The first person who has that sized foot lets us know via Instagram or Facebook, they get the shoes. I don't know if I'm ready to give them away yet, but maybe it'll be a contest. It is a contest and you are ready to give them away. They don't, they hurt your feet. You should not be wearing something that hurts your feet. Yeah, you're probably right. I say you have to give them away. You have to give them away. They'll go to a good home. They're going to go to someone who gets great joy. This is not, they are not sparking joy for you. You're going to give them to someone who it will spark joy for them every single time they wear them because it won't hurt their feet. 
Well, you're right, but I'm going to need to think on this one. I know I'm right. (laughs) I know, but I've got to think on this one because (laughs) I am attached, even though I shouldn't be. Okay, well, we're going to follow up with this because... Okay, I'm writing a note. Follow up on the boot giveaway, possibly. Yes, you have to give them away. And think of the sparking joy. These these boots are not sparking joy for you. They are sparking misery for you. And you're going to be looking at those boots thinking, I hate you because you hurt my feet. But I don't yet because they're so cute. Like, they really but look you cute do. in my closet. I okay. do hate them to wear them, but not in my closet. They but look cute. Who else? I know, but who else sees your closet? Nobody is going to see them in your closet except for you. And they can't, you cannot tell me they are sparking joy because they're cute in your closet because you are never going to wear them again. Yeah, probably a true thing. Yeah, I can promise you. So we're going to turn it into a contest. I won't force you to do it yet. Well, when you're ready, when you've you've succumbed to the truth about these boots, we're going to turn it into a contest. And some lucky listener is going to get a gorgeous pair of Louis Vuitton boots. And they are gorgeous. Okay, I I just have to work on letting go. Yeah, you were with me when I bought them. I know, and I think I agreed with you that they were very, very cute. Yeah. So have you ever done that though? Like we can get off of my stupid mm-hmm. decision for the sake of fashion. Have you ever done that before? Every day of my life I do that. But here's the difference between you and I. Because, and you know me, I have feet issues. It, I have very wide feet. I have a very high arch. I My feet are the bane of my existence. And yes, I have been known to squeeze my feet into shoes that kill me for the sake of fashion. The difference between you and me is by the time I get to the desk to check in, I'm not apologizing to anyone for taking those boots or shoes off. It's like they're coming off and I'm walking barefoot the rest of the way. And I have done that many, many times. And I never (laughs) have thought to apologize for it. And maybe I should. That would be the right thing to do. But when I'm in that amount of pain, they come off. I carry the shoes the rest of the way. And I don't apologize for any of it. I love how you just own being Suzanne. You just embrace it. Like, that's awesome. I know it's not a good thing. And and that's where I should be more influenced by you. I should at least take into consideration that person behind the desk. Like they probably don't want to see my stinky, smelly feet that I've been traveling in all day. Yet when I'm in that amount of pain, I don't care. Yeah, they're going to see them. They're going to see them. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I was more thinking about like the germs I might get on my feet or the germs I might put on the floor. So that was my apology for that is just like, oh, I know this looks really gross, really gross. Well, well see, and see that there's, there is the difference between you and me in a nutshell, because you are considerate of the people around you at all times, no matter how miserable you are, you are considerate of the people around you. And, and see, if I'm miserable enough, if I'm in enough pain, it's like, And maybe I would say, okay, I'm sorry, but I have to take off my shoes. But you'd be lucky to get that out of me. Okay, well, that's fair enough. And I will say, those boots caused my feet so much trauma that I couldn't even put my workout shoes on for like three days. 
Yeah, you've got to get rid of those boots. Yeah, I'm going to have to start the... I hate to be that person, but you've got to get rid of them. I'm going to start the letting go process right now. Yeah. And maybe we need to go and talk about something that sparks joy. So let's move on to that. Okay. Okay, Suzanne, we're back. And as promised, we just talked about something that kind of took a little bit of my joy away, but it was Mm -hmm. because of my own stupidity. But I'd like to take a few minutes to talk Mm -hmm. about something that's sparking joy. And so in your life, Suzanne, is there something now that's sparking joy? Yes. And, but it may not be what you're anticipating. Well, it's Um, not have to, it doesn't have to spark my joy, just your joy. Okay, so I'm going to tell you, there are two two things somewhat related that are sparking an enormous amount of joy. And but and they're very little, they're very little things. But that's what I think sparking joy is all about. It's something that every time it happens, you just get that pang of joy. So I went to market and at market, I found an artist that I love. And I loved him so much, I wanted to carry his artwork in my store. But unfortunately, my timing was bad. And the artist had already signed um, an agreement with another shop in Scottsdale to carry the line. And I thought to myself, which I was pretty proud of myself for saying this, um, because normally I'm a little more cutthroat, but it's like that shop was the perfect shop to carry that line of art. It was just, it's very avant-garde. It's very um, chic. And not that my store isn't chic, but I have a more traditional clientele where this store has a much um, more avant-garde chic clientele so then I went down to that shop and I I introduced myself said I'm the owner of why hello but this was personal I wanted one of these pieces of art for me (laughs) they said they hadn't come in yet when they arrived they'd call me so I they called me the day it came in which I was so impressed that they called me and they only got eight pieces in And I loved him so much, I actually bought two of them. (laughs) And the owner hadn't even seen him yet. They came in, I swooped in, I bought my two. The owner didn't even get to see the two that I bought before I hauled them home and put them on my wall. And I loved them. And every single time I walk by, (laughs) it sparks joy. I get excited, it makes me happy, and I don't know. It's just one of those things. Now, along the same line, our very good friends, JC and Christy, helped me secure a piece of art at an art auction last fall. And they brought that piece of art up to my home um, last weekend or a couple weekends ago. And I hung it on the wall, perfect place that I have to walk by it every single time I go to my bedroom. I walk by this piece of art and I am telling you, it sparks so much joy. (laughs) Every single time I walk by, I love it so much. So there are the two things in my life, very similar, 
but spark so much joy. And I'm dying here because I haven't seen any of these pieces of art. You haven't sent me a picture. You haven't shared the joy. So I'm going to ask this of you. Send me a picture and then we'll put it on the social media so you can spark joy for everybody. Okay. Well, and I don't know if it will spark joy for everybody because I have the the Stephen Wilson artwork. I'm going to give a shout out to that art artist. He takes old vintage handbags and their packaging and he turns them into artwork. So the two pieces I bought was a was a Chanel um, gift box and a Louis Vuitton handbag. And he turn and his signature are butterflies. So he'll take those pieces and turn them into an artwork that incorporates butterflies somehow. And that is right up your alley. Oh my gosh. I know why you're loving this. I know know you and I know know why you're loving this. Just describing it makes me happy because I think it's such a brilliant idea because as you know, I've talked about it before, I'm sure on the podcast is I keep great shopping bags. It's one of those things. And one year my niece and I wallpapered her closet with my shopping bags because it's such a, you know, because they're such cool bags. And so I think this is along that same line. You're taking something you love with a memory and you're turning it into a work of art. Love that. I love that Mm -hmm. for the artists and I love that for you. Mm -hmm. That's so incredibly exciting. And I want to see pictures. Okay. And now I'm going to, I have to, I have to give a shout out to the other artist, Alan Polt in um, Tucson, Arizona, because he created um, this other work of art and it's a beautiful it fits perfectly in a, a modern southwest theme because you know I'm not a real southwest um, style person but it's a beautiful piece of art um, that is the one I have hanging on my wall that I have to pass to go to my bedroom and he also did a portrait of my grandson um, from a photograph he did a portrait of my grandson for my um, 60th birthday which, and I've seen that one, and that and, is gorgeous. That's and it is perfect. It's, yeah, and I have that sitting on right next to my TV. So every time I watch TV, I have that little portrait of my grandson, little Logan, looking back at you. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What is sparking joy with you these days? Well, I would like to first comment on something you said, that it's the little things that spark joy, and that's what you look for. And I do agree with that. Every morning when I give my faith talk, I always say, I will find joy in the small things because the small things become bigger things, and the bigger things are a life lived. And so when you said that, it just reminded me of that. And I also find joy in the small things. And this is a really small thing. But I was on Facebook or Instagram. I don't remember which one. And they had an ad for these shirts. And I love the concept of the shirt so much that I had to buy one. And Mm -hmm. on the front, it has a sweet message. But on the back, it says something along the lines of, to the person reading this you are special, you are bright, you are, you know, something very positive, acknowledging the person behind Mm -hmm. me and just hoping to brighten their day. Because I also believe kindness is contagious and you never know when that small thing will make someone's day better. And I don't, I I just love the concept. It sparked so much joy in my heart that I did, of course, order one. 
Oh, yeah. Fun. It's the little things. It's taking it time little... to notice the little things. Well, and I think that's the important part is noticing, noticing, recognizing when you're having that feeling of a spark of joy. I just think that's the important part is because we can go through our whole days. And if we don't pause and recognize something that's sparking joy, we're missing out. Exactly. And I, the other thing that is sparking joy, and I may have mentioned them before, I bought some bubblegum pink roller skates with a bubblegum pink helmet and knee pads. And I'm so excited to put them on and take them for a spin. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it, but get back on those roller fun. skates. Yeah. That brought me so much joy as a kid well, and hopefully it'll bring me joy moving forward and not a broken arm or something like that. Uh, I know you'll, we'll have to follow up with that one. Yeah. Yeah. I just want it to warm up a little bit more here and make sure my area has no little pebbles. Yeah. Did you ever think you'd be saying that about Arizona, that it needs to warm up? No, I didn't. And there's snow on the mountains all around us. What few mountains we there, have. Mm -hmm. There was snow on my car the other morning. I was like 6 a.m., but there was snow on my car in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I bet well, that did not put a smile on your face. No, I bet it put you not, in a bad mood. <laughs> that did not spark any joy for me. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't spark any joy for me even thinking about it. Yeah. So, well, I think we're about out of time for today's episode, but before we close out a couple of things, book mm -hmm. of the month reminder, do you want to again share the title of the book, Suzanne? Yes, it is In Someone Else's Shoes by Jojo Moyes. Yes, Suzanne, I'm really looking forward to reading that book. I'm going to get it started tonight. I do also want to mention that our first giveaway contest just closed on March the 12th, so it's in the books, so to say, but what's not in the books is announcing the winner, which we are going to do on our next episode that will air on March the 21st. So I think that's really exciting. It is. And then we can look forward to our next contest, which is getting rid of your boots. <laughs> but maybe nobody wants a pair of previously worn boots oh, that cause blizzards. Oh, <laughs> cause <come> blisters. <laughs> Well, the only thing left for this week's episode, Suzanne, is something to sip on, and I do believe it's your turn. So what do you have for us? It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. I love that. And those words are so true. So thank you for sharing that. Until next week. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.